The Real Estate Unsuccess Stories podcast features people from the real estate community sharing real stories about their struggles, pains, and even losses during their own real estate journey. We share these real experiences so you can learn from them and build a successful journey of your own. Now, here's your host, Cody Lewis, one of the managing partners at Vindu Capital, located in Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you all back, but I'm even more excited for our special guest today. He's a principal at Boardwalk Wealth, Omar Khan. Omar, thanks for joining us. How are you, sir? Hey, how's it going, sir? I am doing well. Thank you so much for joining us. Super happy to have you on, ready to hear about your unsuccess story and help educate myself and the audience today. But before we dive into all that, we always like to start out with a good origin story. So would love for our audience, just in case they haven't seen your name on the interwebs yet, find out where you're from, how you got into real estate, and what you're doing these days. But my origin, origin story isn't that sexy. I mean, I moved from Canada, gosh, six, seven years ago. The reason was because I met a girl, we got married, blah, 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 blah. And from there on in, basically, you know, I moved down here. I just had a good set of experiences. I was working in investment banking, M&A, had all of that set of experiences, running structuring deals. And my family's been in real estate for the past three generations. So, you know, that, but that wasn't, those weren't reasons. Those are just experiences I had. So when I moved down to the US, I had to take the next step in my career. That's basically what happened. So not, nothing cool in the, like, I didn't like, I don't know, read a book and got inspired or something like that. It was just a culmination of a series of events, right? Sure. And this was just what I felt at least was a natural evolution in whatever I was going to do. Well, I, I love it, but just because everyone's got their own origin story. And that's why I like starting out with that kind of stuff, because you never know, everyone's got their own background. And, and I think the most unique thing that has come out of this show that I really wasn't expecting is understanding that a lot of people come into real estate at different times in their life, at different phases of their life with different backgrounds and expertise. You don't necessarily have to come from a real estate family. You don't necessarily have to come from a construction or even single family site. Anybody can get in anytime as long as you have the work ethic, the dedication, and the aptitude to learn. I think you can you can do it. And so that's why we love starting out with the origin story. Everyone's got a unique one. But Omar, you know, we, we could talk about that kind of stuff all day long, but we really wanted to bring you on to talk about your unsuccess story. So bringing you on the show, what kind of comes to mind from a struggle or failure you've had that helped really educate you or propel you in your career from something you had to learn maybe the hard way? Well, look, a lot of white collar professionals coming from these type A backgrounds, finance, law, medicine, engineering, you know, where a lot of folks that have got good experiences, right? We are very technically proficient. We are very analytical. But a big reason why a lot of folks that I've seen stumble is because we have, we don't necessarily have the marketing chops, the promotion chops. And at the end of the day, just being merely good at your job, contrary to what your parents and the schools tell you, it's not good enough. Because there's lots of people that are really good at it. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's hardly anyone who is the only person doing that one job in the entire world. So then, frankly, they're irreplaceable of sorts, right? So the big challenge, and it's a challenge, it's an unsuccess story, which hopefully becomes a success over a period of time for me, is learning, hey, there's a technical aspect of things. But then there's to marry that with the communication, marketing, and promotion aspect of things, which is... I would say unsuccess in the sense that it took me a long time to realize that it was a weakness because sometimes you don't even see your weakness so you don't even know, right? And then you see it and then you can't unsee it, right? And then you then everything becomes about that, right? But then going through that process and basically learning how to get your story out there, how to stand out, hopefully for the right reasons, but then how to be consistent at it. And that's something that doesn't, doesn't naturally come to me, hasn't, isn't a natural, say, a skill of mine. Right. So that's sort of the unsuccess, which I should have known going in that I didn't. I'm working on it. 
Well, and that's interesting because I think there are a lot of people that come into this, like I mentioned about the origin story with a lot of different backgrounds. And I think they, they, whether they read a book or they, they know people that are in the industry and they want to get in, they just jump in head first and then they start to figure out, oh, there's a lot of different aspects to this that maybe I didn't anticipate. So I'm interested in your journey. Was there a moment or, or something that happened that really kind of pointed out to you like, oh man, maybe the marketing thing is one, more important than I thought. And two, I'm not quite as good as maybe I thought I was coming out the gate. Well, first of all, I knew I wasn't good at it because I wasn't focusing on it. So that, that was pretty easy. Sure. <laughs> that was not a realization that took me a very long time to get. Look, it's very simple. I'm realizing that I needed money. Like say I needed lots, lots. I needed like five, seven, eight million dollars mm-hmm. on some of my own money. And for me to get out there and get that money, I needed to know more people. Frankly, it was just, it was just, it was just a simple numbers game. And just saying that I feel like I'm doing a good job wasn't cutting it because frankly, the numbers weren't proving that I was doing a good job. Right. So, and again, that's where the analytical part comes in that, yeah, you can make excuses about it. I'd rather, I could have made excuses about it. I could have said, Hey, you know, bad timing, this, that, but eventually you run out of excuses. Right. So that needing something, thinking that I was doing an adequate job, but then the results speaking contrary to what I thought. I mean, if I'm doing an adequate job, I should at least be getting adequate results, right? Well, not getting those results, but then being honest with myself and realizing, okay, maybe I'm not doing it the right way. That's what happened. But the realization happened very quickly that, hey, this is not a natural forte of mine. I need to get out there and do it. And if I can't do it, well, then might as well go go do a job again. That's basically what it was. It was very simple. Now, it's easy in theory, but hard in practice. Like, hey, easy. You realize this thing is great. What do you do about it? That's the hard part. And that's what I said. That's something that I realize is a weakness. It's a big unsuccess of mine. I'm working on it. But I think the whether I'm successful or not successful at it, that will take a few years for me to materialize. So all I can look at is basically the stats and the numbers to say, okay, today did I do a good job? This week, did I do a good, well, good is a nebulous term, but whatever I set for myself as a reasonable target, did I hit that target? So that's interesting. And I love the analytical aspect uh, coming from like a, a technical sales background the, that hits a lot of the buttons that I used to look at is like, you know, you, you kind of start with the end result and start working backwards. How do, what do I need to do to hit this? You know, I have a yeah. goal, a target, a, a pipeline, whatever you want to call it. How do I need to get there? I have the end result. What are the steps I need to take to get me there? What are the numbers I need to do to get there? What are some of the key metrics or, or items that you look like or look for on a regular basis that help define a good job or, or what you're doing is kind of moving the needle forward? So that's good, right? So uh, that's a good point. Number one, for me to actually start doing this, I had to actually build a really good team around me because I have lots of employees now. And so that took me a little while because merely saying, for instance, I have to be good at this. Well, it's also a time issue. There's only 24 hours in the day. I've got a family. And even if I wanted to spend all this time doing it, I already have a portfolio of assets, right? So I got to make sure investors get paid there. All the stuff happens. We're operating it properly, refinancing sales. So that is obviously going to take a chunk of time. So what I was realizing was that I was leaving this, like whatever time I have to spend doing this marketing angle towards either the end of the day or deferring it every day, right? Hey, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll make up for it tomorrow. That tomorrow never comes. So I had to basically suck it up. I had to hire more people, take that risk on, which a lot of people don't. I frankly, I kick myself for not doing it earlier, right? Suck it up, take that risk on, 
hire more people, the right people, on finding the right people is also pain, right? And then training them the right way is a pain. But once you did that, now I'm freeing up more and more of my time to now start doing this. So I could start off and say, look, I need to talk to at least five investors this week. Come hell or And this isn't like a, hey, what's up? And somebody hangs up on you. It's like a real conversation. And again, you can lie to yourself and just kind of go by the numbers. Be like, I made a call. Nobody picked up. Great. That's one call. No, it's not one call, right? Because nothing happened, right? So being honest with myself, but realizing for me to go do this, I couldn't have deferred this. By the way, I see myself doing this with working out. It's so hard outside. I don't want to work out in my garage. Well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. I'll do it. And when you keep kicking the can down the road, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. I, listen, I, I recently just finished Miracle Morning, and I, I think it's a fantastic book. And the, the biggest takeaway for me is just knock a lot of your stuff out in the morning, because you, yeah. if you don't, there, you're, our, our natural ability to just procrastinate and say, especially as entrepreneurs, where it feels like we have a lot of time, but we really you're don't. Feeling busy. You're, you feel it's busyness, not actual. You're not actually busy. Yeah, I would, I would actually argue if, if you were to track all of your activity, if you could find a way to track or just look at your results, like look at what you want to achieve, put a number to it and then say, you know, I want to do these things by the end of the week. And then if you don't hit the numbers, look at your week and say, what did I do with my time? That, that's one of the, the things that I, that I used to do and I probably need to do a better job of now of what am I doing with my time? Am I actually doing things that move the needle forward to fill my pipeline, to find investors, to find deals, whatever it may be that you're looking for? I got to be looking at those types of things and doing things that move everything forward and in, 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 in what we're trying to accomplish. So, so, I mean, there you go. So, like I said, it's an, it's an unsuccess story that so far has not succeeded. It is in the, it's in the, it's in the middle of unsuccess and success. You know, I'll challenge you there. I mean, you're a successful operator now. You got you got some properties in your belt. You have a team. So obviously things are working, but I can see how it's always something you're probably working on that it's never probably finished or feels like it's finished yeah. for you because you're always working and cycling through practicing and getting better at yeah. those types of things. Because like, as you mentioned, it doesn't come natural to, to some folks. So you constantly have to work at it. I mean, but look, it's one of those things. It is what it is. You got to stick up. You got to be a big boy. And you just got to move on. Embrace the suck. And, and whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, listen, let me ask you this just real quick as we kind of wrap up. For those that are looking and just maybe it's a, they, they honestly don't have the time. Maybe they're still working their W-2. They're trying to get into this world and this and that. What are your thoughts on finding a partner that, that maybe balances out some of the things that you're not as good at? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you don't find a partner, it's going to suck. It's going to be a lot of problems. It's going to suck. And you're eventually going to get discouraged. And I know everybody holds out for that perfect deal, right? Yeah. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. I got that. Yeah. Well, listen, that that's a good point. I mean, it, finding the right partner could probably balance out a lot of the stuff you do. I know my partner, we just I had a call. I have to a few frogs along the way though. Just to yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and listen, uh, you know, the old adage, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? You just got to got to keep moving forward, keep doing the things. So and by the way, on that partner point, sometimes you have the reason why you kiss frogs is because you also don't know what you're looking for, right? You might start thinking, Hey, I want this in a partner, but you might get that this in a partner and realize, God, I really don't want that a person <laughs> in a partner, right? So it's important to go through that iterative process because what we think we want and what we think is useful is oftentimes very different than right, what right. is actually useful and what we actually want, 
But till we don't put ourselves in that position, and we get the negative and positive feedback, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. It's just an iterative process. If you don't go through it, reading books about it isn't going to help you. It's like learning how to ride a bicycle, right? I got two young kids. They can learn and see all the videos on the planet on YouTube about riding a bike. They can read a book about riding a bike till they don't physically get on the bike, fall down, get up, you know, kind of have those kitty wheels and take those kitty. It's just not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, you, you, there's a big difference between theory and practice. Yeah. And, and until you get a few bumps and bruises along the way to figure it out, you're, you're just not going to learn. So okay. Omar, I, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. It, it's been a real pleasure to have you. I think, you know, for those listening at home, maybe watching this, go back and listen to this because I think Omar hits on a lot of great points about one, understanding what you're good at and maybe more importantly, understanding what you need to work on and striving to continue to work on that and understand what are the goals that you want to hit and trying to achieve those. And what are the daily actions you're taking to get there? So Omar, for those that maybe want to work with you, invest with you, learn from you, where's the best place people can find you at on the web? Yeah, you can go to our website, boardwalkwealth, B-O-A-R-D, walkwealth.com. On the right side of the homepage, there should be an email opt-in page, a name email, and how you found out about us. Click on, enter the information, click on it, you'll get an email. It tells Google or whoever you use, we're not spamming you. There's going to be a link in that email. Click on that, you'll be added to the mailing list. Perfect. Well, folks, we'll drop that link in the in the show description so you can easily access it. Again, Omar, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. It's been a true pleasure, sir. Oh, thank you very much for having me. I'm very obliged. Absolutely. And thanks everyone for listening and watching at home. We'll see everyone next time. You've been listening to the Real Estate Unsuccess Stories podcast with Cody Lewis. Be sure to subscribe today on your favorite podcasting platform so you can catch every episode of the Real Estate Unsuccess Stories podcast.